It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning. KSL News Time is now 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. It is breaking news on KSL. We're keeping an eye on a house fire in Tooele near 2nd South and 2nd West. KSL TV's Kara Bracken is at the scene and just finished talking with someone who lives nearby. He is saying that in that house that it was burned slash the firefighters, they are still on scene. Says that there were two people inside, a man and a woman. Uh, they are saying that the woman was taken to the hospital. Again, we're waiting to talk with the fire department right now. The chief, he's running around, but he obviously is tied up right now, uh, still working on on, uh, on cleaning up the scene and getting things uh, under wraps. Kara says firefighters are still on the scene and neighbors say they have water damage in their home after trying to help fight the fire this morning. The Utah Drought special coverage on KSL News Radio. Word that the officials are going to stop releasing water from Flaming Gorge to Lake Powell a, a year early. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, the Utah Drought. Adam? Dan, they were supposed to continue through April, but officials are already suspending the flow, at least for now. Snowpack is ranging from 120 to 140 percent throughout the upper Colorado River Basin, including Utah. Chuck Collum, executive director of the Upper Colorado River Commission, described the release as like a loan in times of crisis. He tells CNN the promising snowpack levels are a chance to pay that loan back in a way that we may only see once a decade. But Gene Shawcraft, chair of the Colorado River Authority of Utah, says there's still more work to do. It's going to take a number of significantly wet years to fill um, both Lake Powell and Lake Mead back up again. Lake Powell recently hit its lowest level ever at just 22 percent capacity. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A bill sitting on Governor Cox's desk should get rid of the use-it-or-lose-it mentality at the heart of Utah's agricultural water rights. KSL News Radio's Hugo Rickard-Bell continues our team coverage, the Utah drought. Under this bill, if a farmer has, say, 100 shares of water but only uses 80, they won't lose access to the remaining 20 shares. They'll be able to either use it elsewhere on their farm or leave it for public benefit and be compensated for that. Whilst they won't be able to expand their acreage, the bill does allow farmers to expand their farming portfolio. For example, they could plant other crops that use more water. That's uh, Hugo Rickard-Bell. The bill will go into effect July 1st if Governor Cox signs it. Salt Lake County getting ready for spring runoff about two months early. Cade Monker is the director of the Salt Lake County Flooding Control and Engineering. The creek crosses the roads, right? So you have the bridges and the culverts. That's usually where, where we see problems in a high runoff scenario with potentially debris getting caught or hung up on those structures. And that's where we can see issues most of the time. So those would be the choke points that we would pay attention to. Monker says the weather patterns over the next few months will be key for them to watch. Snow continues to blanket parts of California after that major storm that covered more than a dozen counties. ABC's Liz Kreutz reports on the difficulties thousands have endured since last week. One woman spent three nights trapped in her car. Authorities say the incident is one of many scary situations happening in Mendocino County from the recent snowstorms. Like in the Sierra and the San Bernardino Mountains, the region has been pummeled by an unprecedented amount of snow, leaving 
many people trapped in their homes. A winter storm warning is now in effect for parts of north-central California this morning. Kevin Costner says two of his films this year will be shot in Washington County. Parts two and three of Horizon, an American saga, will be filmed in Zion National Park. That according to Zion tourism officials. The team says this landscape has been the setting for several films and commercials over the years, but nothing to this magnitude. Officials say these films will bring more than $90 million to the area. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Some Utah residents are turning to community gardens in the fight against inflation. Spencer Mears successfully started a garden last year, and now he's hoping to add gardens to areas with a lot of residents like apartments. I get a lot of responses of people liking the idea, thinking it's a great thing to do. But then actually getting people to step up to help out has been the real challenge. Finding permanent homes for these gardens is his main focus this year. Now KSL's top national stories this hour. A trip across the southern border ended in tragedy after four Americans were kidnapped by Mexican drug lords last week. Mexican authorities believe the four were mistaken as gang rivals. Only two of them survived the deadly ambush. Two Americans who survived a kidnapping in Mexico are back in the U.S., arriving in a convoy of ambulances, military trucks with mounted machine guns and SUVs. Police say the survivors and two of their friends, all from South Carolina, were kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico Friday, across the border from Brownsville, Texas, an area plagued by drug cartel violence. ABC's Andrew Dimbert reporting. First look traffic, and here is Andy Farnsworth. Just got a report of a crash on 106 South over the top of I-15 in Sandy. Uh, looking uh, in that area right now, and I do see flashing lights uh, blocking at least westbound lanes, and probably it looks like the turn lanes to go on to northbound 15 uh, right there in Sandy. That's the only crash right now on the freeways that's affecting anything. That's like not even on the freeway, technically. I'm Andy Farnsworth from the KSL Traffic Center. All right, Andy, thank you. Weight Watchers sh- uh, shares surged 70% yesterday after it made a deal to buy an obesity treatment platform. It's going to get into selling weight loss drugs under brand names like Trulicity, Wagovi, and Ozempic. You're going to see these used more widely in lower-risk patients, patients who don't have diabetes. And there you do worry a little bit more about exposing patients to some risks for benefits that might be achieved through other means, like diet and exercise. So you want to make sure patients are properly indicated for these Mm -hmm. drugs. And we need to wait for the FDA approvals. Former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb on CNBC. That's CNBC's Jessica Edinger reporting. Investors are anxious to see whether stocks can pull off a midweek U-turn after a major sell-off yesterday. Few things will move the markets as quickly as uncertainty. And when it comes to inflation, there are plenty of questions. The head of the Fed now says it may not be able to taper off interest rate increases as inflationary pressures continue. That sent stocks into a tailspin Tuesday. The Dow falling almost 600 points. ABC's Daria Albinger reporting. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.